Okay, for those of you listening to the audio podcast, we also release the show with video visuals on YouTube. So if you'd like some pretty pictures to go along with our pretty voices, search for Digital Suffering Podcast on YouTube to find us. Hello, and welcome to episode eight of the Digital Suffering Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen Something. And I'm Phantom Lim. Right, uh, E3 is over, so we're uh, on to back to the usual grind. Um, first up, we have uh, a game that's piqued both of our interests, uh, The Sinking City. Um, it is a th- third-person uh, action-adventure adventure sort of thing. Um, covers the Cthulhu Mythos. Um, I, I spotted this on the Epic Store. Um, Mr. Lim spotted it. Uh, you, you spotted it months ago, isn't it? Yeah, I think the first trailer, uh, the sort of looping trailer that they put out where he wakes up and and then ends up in the same spot, uh, which must be uh, two, three months ago. Yeah. Um, and I, I saw this and I was like, um, you know, I was very impressed. I, I, I've always had a, a soft spot for the Cthulhu Mythos, even though I've not read that too many of the stories on it. Um, some of them have been a bit inconsistent. But um, this one definitely seems to have, like, uh, nailed the, the madness um, ideas on the head, especially um, because a lot of games, they've been where they've tried to, you know, show madness, and it's been... Less than satisfactory, just from video game madness, where it's like, oh, look, your your, your head's fallen off. It's like, well, if your head's fallen off, wouldn't you... It it would be like, your your viewpoint would be now, like, down, not like, oh, I see my head on the ground, so my head must have fallen off. You know, it's a kind of, like, it's too gamified in the way they depict it. Uh, Whereas this is obviously, like, seeing things and... It, it sort of melds in with the general, you know, the background where it's like, obviously the, the city itself looks less than normal anyway. Um, like the scene where he's like shooting at something and then all of a sudden it's gone and he's not even holding his gun. And it's like, whoa. Can you imagine if like you shoot something and you come to your senses and it's not a thing you were shooting, it was a person. Then you're in trouble. That would um, be Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> it's like another day at work. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's the, the 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 visuals for it. It's got that you know super creepy. The thing is, it's like obviously at some point parts in the in the the trailer. It's like this is none of this is normal. Any any kind of sane person would have just left the city screaming at this point. So clearly, he's just lost his marbles and he's rolling the, with it. Yeah, he's just like. <laughs> This is fine. He is that. He's that guy sitting in the in the in the cafeteria, you know, like building, burning building, and he's drinking the coffee, going, "This is fine," because he, at this point, he's like, "I'm not. I've seen weirder shit than this yesterday." So this is this is like perfectly normal. All the fish people. Um, it does blend a sort of realistic tone of a world with a lot of. Uh, Fantastical elements. Yeah, like not out and out fantasy, but like odd fantastical things like the green flames, the caves, yeah, all of those things. And then obviously the weird creatures and people that he's meeting. Yeah. It has a... And it reminds me, I, I didn't mention this uh, before we started the cast, but of that game must be about eight months old now, Vampire. Mm. Um, 
very similar graphical style, the sort of dark looming uh, lighting. Um, yeah. Of course, in, in this scene that we're watching, um, they, they, they show the school's, uh, the, char- the lead character's um, abilities. He has the ability to uh, sort of, like, not precognition, but he can, like, uh, see the past of what happened in a particular place or what happened to particular people. Post-cognition. Uh, yeah. Post- <laughs> it, it's not a thing. It's precognition. Well, whatever. Um, there, there is a, there is a, a term for the, the ability, and I, I can't remember it. It's off the top of my head. Um, but it, it's like... Since he had this, they explain, one of the developers explained that because he had this ability before, before he even comes to the city, he's had exposure to supernatural events and situations. So as a result, the fact that he's seeing them here, it's like, to him, it kind of is a normal because it's something like, I've used my abilities to... Forewarned kind of thing. I've used my abilities to deal with this in the past. So the fact that this city has kind of freaky shit anyway, it's like... Okay. Well, that's kind of good actually, because in most games, you like it's the annoying thing about RPGs. You you come along, you're this uh, renowned person that starts at level one uh, with no gear, and you're supposed to become a legend. And in this case, it might be the fact that he is a seasoned person mm. coming into a new situation, and you're just, you know. Starting the story there more than you know becoming this thing, you know you started off as a boy and now you're a man. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that's it. it. You know, he's already a detective. He's already he's been through the war. He's seen, you know, he's gone through hell. Um, so the the fact that he ends up in a kind of like a new hell, it's just like, well, I've 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 seen this sort of stuff before. Um, he can deal with it. Uh, there was a game. Um, I'm trying to remember. It was in the, the GameCube or something that, that sort of dealt with madness, and I can't remember what the title is now. Um, but in it, you, you again, you had a sanity meter. <laughs> it was the <coughs> that's the what, what the game I was referring to when I said, "Oh, at one scene, you, you walk into a room and your he- the character's head falls off, mm. and that's the, you know it's one of the symptoms of madness." And it's like if it was you, just seeing your head come off would be kind of weird because. You're kind of supposed to see it from your own perspective, but since it was third person, it's like it, it doesn't like translate well. Uh, but in that game, you you had all this thing where you had to you know cover you know um, deal with the sanity meter, um, and the 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 more create you know the, the more less sane you were, the more freaky things would happen, and it would become harder to play purely because you you like see things and you like. Is this actually something I can deal with? Can I just ignore it because oh, it's just me being mad, or is it this thing that's running towards me that looks like uh, you know furniture come to life? Perhaps I should just run away because I am in trouble now. Yeah. Um, whereas this, you've got because of the way it's blended in, you've got things where you know there are crimes you have to solve, murders and stuff. So there are people out there that are a threat, and if you're not seeing them correctly. You you very much have an issue because you may say, oh, that squid monster thing, you know, I'm just crazy. I'll just ignore it. And it turns out it's not. It's actually a person who's out to kill you, Um, which means that you can't you've got to take everything seriously, no matter what, how crazy it is, because you just don't know. And that's quite good. So you're condoning shoot first, ask questions later. I have 
been known to... If you're in the sinking city only. Yeah, if, if you tra- find yourself trapped in a Cthulhu-esque nightmare, then perhaps shooting first might be prudent. You know, it's... You know, each to their own. Uh, yeah, so I, I was thinking about the, the, the setup of the... The, the, the scenario and it was like okay you've got this city that's like sinking and you have people there and like you know it's like weird which it's happening it's like people why have they all left but then i thought what about it's kind of like um you know if you say oh it's like a, an alternate new orleans because they you know you, you have a, a natural disaster mm-hmm. um yep. that causes the city to flood you know some people leave and some people don't they say this is my home I ain't leaving. And that's exactly what you've got here. So despite the fact that just the weirdest, freakiest stuff is happening, uh, people persist and try to continue leaving, even though, you know, things are broken down and, you know, people have left. Um, so it kind of makes perfect sense. And you say, well, it's set in the 19, uh, the sort of mid-1920s. Um, and so you've got to think, well, you can't have, like, uh, sort of national emergency and have the, the government sort of send loads of people in because... You know, the infrastructure wasn't as good back then, um, which means that you can wrangle a whole lot of, you know, things that would make it so that you are in a city that's kind of cut off because, you know, a disaster happened. So the roads are, um, you know, cut off and stuff like that. Um, it, it allows you to have a more contained thing where you can't just have, oh, just the government rolls in and, and just solves the problem for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, I mean... On that note, um, a game like Silent Hill is sort of mirrors this in a weird way, but has gone to the length of everybody has left the town but, except the random well, crazy. With the Silent Hill, I mean the, the 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 fog mechanic, but it is that you find yourself in in, in the in the city, but you, you if you try to leave, you can't. Essentially. I don't know, but I'm talking about the yeah. inhabitants of the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not a, like but, a local. But again, I mean, with with the Silent Hill, there there is very few people there. Yeah, for, for you know, for whatever reason. But it, it it's like it is very much a horror, you know, genre where it's like the only people there are everyone essential to uh, you know interacting with facilitate the story. Yeah, to facilitate the story, and that's it. Um, whereas this. It seems you have I mean, obviously you've got a lot of NPCs that you, you probably can't talk to or whatever, or they'll just tell you to you know leave leave me alone. But the fact that you have a city, you, you saw the some scenes where he's just walking through, and there are people just walking around, mm. you know, minding their own business, um, which you know is a is a much step further than saying okay, you have the city in this entire city, and you have just the guy and everyone essential, and then it's like. Well, there was a disaster in, yeah, yeah. in Silent Hill. But, but yeah, but the fact that there are more than enough people there, because oh, yeah, yeah. the, the I think, fact people stay, which I is... I think that's, that's a sign of the times as well, yeah. where the limitations of the mach- like the game engine and so yeah, yeah. on, and the machines that it's going to be on, um, is far better than what it was. No, I, I appreciate it, because it, it helps with the world building. That you know, It, it doesn't feel out of well... There's only like six of us here, so one of those guys, one of the other five people, has got to be the murderer because that's all the suspects I have. Um, yeah, and then it turns out to be you. <laughs> <laughs> like, as in, like heavy I knew rain. those blackouts were dangerous. <laughs> but, uh, uh, the, the heavy rain. Do you, have you played that? No. It was called. It's like oh, spoiler alert. You're you're the the perpetrator, but it's like. How do you hide that from the player? It just 
it it doesn't it it seems like you you'd have to do like I don't know why but I successfully avoided that game. Um, I the Quantic Dream games. I mean, I've always liked the idea of them, but the the problem is that they're just unfortunate victims of the Uncanny Valley, and that's kind of put me off. I'm sure that as quality goes up again, you know, it's it's going to be the thing where I'll just say, oh yeah, I'll just play it and not be put off. But the the, the thing, if you see the like with like Heavy Dream. Uh, heavy heavy rain sorry but when they're like talking and it's just like eh. <laughs> uh, which is a shame but well yeah. i mean i was they I, need to do like unreal engine 4 re- remakes i was talking to somebody yesterday about um nostalgia versus reality mm. and that whole thing where people will say something that obviously was a highlight at the time yeah and you know maybe even change the genre of that type of game yeah and they look at it with rose tinted glasses where they go it's still the best yeah they remember but, the good but not the bad yeah and it's like no that was 15 years ago it's been surpassed many times by even the worst of examples modern. of the modern version of it yeah because of xyz yeah yeah and people refuse to see it and the thing, like, I've suffered from this personally, where I've gone back to games and I'm like, yeah, I remember this really fondly, it was great to play, and then all I think about are all the flaws, and it sours the memory almost. I, I, I did give that a try, it was called, uh, back in the old years back when emulators were popular. Oh, yeah. Um, I sort of said, oh, I could try all these games that I remember playing, and you'd play it, and it's like... These are frustrating as heck and poorly balanced and so I mean it's what we had at the time and you, you'd persist. Toki, yeah, <laughs> Toki, yeah. Um, but it was like I don't need to play this because there is what is out there now is so much better. And I mean, other than try, you know, trying to complete Mario sixty four because I, I never got anywhere thing. Um, but you know, it, it's. I know this was, there was some kind of achievement to unlock. There's no reason to go back to the games of the past. Um, you know, they are they are done. Let them live on in nostalgia, but you move on, you know. Enjoy what is what is out now. Oh, yeah. It's like people, like when Mario Sunshine came out, and people were like, oh, it's not Mario 64. <laughs> no, it's Mario 64 and better. Yeah, but Mario, Mario Sunshine was... Uh, it was... Okay, but the, there was there were some issues in Mirror Sunshine. Was, <laughs> skip that. Moving <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so It was it was probably my favourite of the three D Mario games. Really? Yeah. Um, Super Mario World was obviously the, my favourite of the two D. Okay. Uh, I, I, Mario Mario Three was my my favourite, and uh, I, I wanted to try Galaxy, but I, I didn't get it on on the Wii when I had it. Because um, it was just, I had I had Zelda, so I didn't have enough time to to put into that. Fair enough. Um, it was too weird for me. The, the, yeah, it was the, the sort of contained. But I like the idea of the contained worlds because the fact that they could say, right, this world has these kind of mechanics and stuff, and you could have so much more variety. Um, but yeah, Sunshine, I, I didn't get on with it. So I I got through the first. Uh, you know, I, I sort of got lost in the first world, and just. 
put it away and never got back to it. it uh, um, it didn't deem me the Delfinos were just... Oh, they're annoying as hell. They're as annoying as hell. Um, and they are definitely a reason not to play, but... I'm not saying it's perfect. No, it's, it's not a thing. It's, it, I mean, for, for what it was. But it was like... The, the problem was Mario 64, it, it sort of like took the formula, but it, it sort of say, oh, these, these maps are much larger. So in order to complete the objective, you had to do a hell of a lot more travelling. And that travelling was not interesting. It was the fact that you had to say, okay, right, collect the eight coins, and the eight like scattered even further apart. And I get, yeah, you had the flood mechanics. But Hideous world design. The, the world design was not as interesting. Okay, Mario 64, it was kind of abstract. You got weird blocks and stuff, and it was like a thing. But it was set up as a playground. You had... Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I mean, I played... I, I did the... Not the 128 stars or whatever. I yeah. didn't do that, but... I, you know, finished the game. Yeah, I completed just the, bit, the minimum amount. I, was like, I did a little bit more. <laughs> Get me out of here. <laughs> I did a little bit more than a minimum, but it was there was issues that frustrated the hell out of me. Oh, no, the, the, the camera. The it. camera, I just want to... camera? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my God. Get, no, get that, me that, started. by the throat. Strangle it. How do you like this camera now? Yeah, we put this thing where you could distort Mario's face at the beginning. I don't give a... Sh- we were about that. I just want the camera not to randomly pan when I'm standing in one yeah. spot. You like step a little bit and the camera <laughs> rotates 120 degrees. And now you can't see the platform you wanted to jump to <laughs> yeah. as you were in midair jumping towards it. And you're like... Absolutely you wanted to smash the, my controller. That was infuriating. Um, it was called Internet. There's, uh, with, with the... the, with the you know, the furthering of emulations, you know, emulation ROM hacks and stuff. People have done a version of um, uh, Mario 64. It's called um, Crowd 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 Control. So what it is, you, you hook it up to, you know, like Twitch chats. And people, like, if they donate, like... Oh, they, yeah. And what they can yeah, do is they can yeah. spawn in weird power-ups or enemies and stuff. Or, like, make Mario just weightless so he, like, flies up to the sky. And so I, I watched someone streaming it. And, like, they're, like hundreds of meters in the air and the camera is doing its best to try and control the situation because obviously it's starting to bounce up and against the bounds of the world at this point because <laughs> Murray's not supposed to be here and he has to like f- fall and land on something that's not even you can't see it because the game is not rendering it it's too far away yeah, draw this. And, he, and, he, and also the camera angle is just like weird and he like drifts over a bit they change weight so he's back to normal and he just falls and lands exactly where he's supposed to and they're like how do you do that and it's like just brand a guess, you know, and but you know the, the camera, the camera obviously has its limitations. But there it was just like the, 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 they might as well have like no camera, but he was still like coping, uh, which was like fantastic. Um, but yeah, that's as as a, a gameplay thing. Crowd control is just nightmare because although it's costing them to troll you, they will absolutely troll you. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, shall we uh, move on to the next thing? Sure. Uh, this came to me by way of... I missed it at E3, apparently it was there. But it came to me via uh, somebody I follow on Twitter, who's a hip-hop artist, who apparently contributed music to this, and it PQ'd my interest, and yeah, it looks like a, an interesting, um, if not crazy, game. Looking at the, the art style for Freedom Finger, it's like it, it this this I, it feels like what would happen if uh, Monty Python had continued on into the the the, <laughs> the, the modern the, era into the eighties early nineties. There's sort of like, you know the eighties eight bits 
you know, uh, computers and, and stuff like that. It's got that thing. It's like it's like this thing, but updated, yeah. and it, and it just has that whole zany uh, look. And it, if you if you if someone said, "Oh, this is uh, you know, Monty Python presents Freedom oh, yeah, Finger," you, you would totally you, you would it. just absolutely believe them because it has that a setting, and and it's 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 a very um, not cute. What's the thing? It's the 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 hand drawn thing. It's 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 a uh, what, what adjective I'm looking for? Not lovely. It's um, it just suits it so well. Yeah, I mean, and there's a couple of different art styles within its own art style, which is kind of strange. Maybe they they had like different artists do different levels, perhaps. You know, say so right one art team do, you know does the direction for one level and. You know, some of the others, you know, do the other, perhaps. Um, but it reminds me of, like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Crumb, the comic artist. Okay. Um, there's, a, there's a sense of him in there. There's a bit of um, Ren and Stimpy, the oh, guy yeah, who yeah, did yeah. that. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a lot of weird weirdness in here. But, and then, obviously, there's a, an element of it being satirical to a modern era where it's got caricatures of generals and, you know, yeah. other things. The, the modern world politics. Yes. Yeah. America, America's policy is to... Destroy. To show, the, <laughs> to show the world a finger and then punch it in the face. Um, yeah, so there's a couple of interesting um, mechanics, shall we call them, because you can punch your hand that shoots, but you can punch stuff, you can grab stuff. But mostly giving the finger. It's like if you've got Cuphead and you cut off the hand, the, the hands. It the did remind hands, me a bit of Cuphead. Uh, and they just sent the hands off on their own to do their own thing. <laughs> the, the, the weirdest, the weirdest Which, bit of this whole trailer, uh, this whole game possibly, is at the end it says available for PC and Mac. When was the last time you saw that? Mac? <laughs> oh yeah, one other thing. It was called Nolan North does one of the voices. And his the, the voice he's doing is of a general, and it sounds exactly like uh, he's doing an impression of uh, Kiefer Sutherland's uh, who did uh, who did the voice of General Warmonger in um, the Simpsons episode, and it's like they they sound exactly the same, um, which is just a weird observation. Um, but yeah, this this game's definitely going to have a speed run coming soon. <laughs> I can, I can, you can just imagine it. Can you speedrun auto scrollers? It's like yeah, because the thing is, it's it you, your your time is yeah, yeah, you're only no, limited no. by I the mean, boss. How fast you can defeat the boss, I guess. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of them, but yeah, yeah there's a whole category. Because I mean, with Cuphead, because it's, although it's a shooter, it's a platformer, so speedrunning that is, I, I've seen a speedrun of it, and it's like crazy how fast they. Yeah, some of the boss. I love some of the oh Cuphead. Some of the 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 was called the final boss the um. What's the name? The, what's the devil he's called? It's not the guy. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, I need to buy that game. Um, yeah, the, how he attacks with the card and stuff. I, I love that whole aesthetic. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, but yeah, hard, hardcore shooter. It's like, yeah, you're not going to get very far. So uh, I, it's not for me, unfortunately. Right. Uh, the next thing up is uh, GDQ. Um I've I've watched and I watched a number of the speed runs over the weekend and stuff. Um, yeah, this is kind of like an honourable mention because 
been watching it for a few years now and it's always uh, always proves interesting and fun um, but then obviously there's the whole charity thing which is actually what it's all about yeah and they seem to have hit a milestone of three million dollars. I'm not sure what that equates to in real currency, but <laughs> what is that in non-freedom currency? <laughs> non-freedom, freedom currency. Um, yeah, I, I watched most of the the stuff I watched for this GDQ was um, the awful games um, that they were playing, and it was like you watch them, and the, the, most of the segments are only about twenty minutes long because a lot of the games are just so horribly broken. Uh, that they're out able to you know sort of do sequence breaks and go out of bounds and stuff in order to complete them faster, and you watch it and you're like, why you played this game so much? Why would you punish yourself with this thing? Um, you know, but some someone they're they're out there. Each game has a person that loves it for whatever reason. There are the weirdest categories, <laughs> but it's great. It's great. It, like, um, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's, I mean, twice a year. And it's always, like, the good thing is it's not always... A couple of, for the first couple that I saw, it seemed to be the returning person to do that particular game at which they were specialised. Mm. But now it's become more of a, this guy did it this year. Yeah, yeah. Next year it will be turns. a completely yeah. different guy yeah, this who's is... learned the route and... Yeah, yeah this this these... You know, this person's in the top five, and that person is the current record holder. And yeah, you know, they they sort of uh, they've mixed it up again. Uh, shame with the, a lot of these things. I mean, you see the games like um, that. There are quite a few runs, like with like some of the Zelda games and stuff, and or like Dark Souls and things. And say, oh, I'd love to watch that. And then you look at it, and you see that the run takes like two hours to watch through, and you realise that they are playing it as fast as humanly possible. The normal human would take five six seven times as long as oh, that yeah. and you're like it's only it's only it's only two hours but i can't watch it's it's, it's too long for me to sit and watch that oh yeah was, shame. i've seen some that are like four hours and i'll just watch the beginning and then come back periodically throughout the <laughs> throughout the four hours <laughs> okay, just, yeah, I remember that yeah i'll be like oh yeah <laughs> no I, i've watched i can't remember which and one. usually it's only of games like those ones are the ones that i would have pl- i have already played the, the longest one i've sat through is like a three hour, i can't remember what it was now but it was a three hour uh one i've, I've seen like like the i think not wind waker would do it was, it was maybe one of the Zelda ones, but it, it was like three hours long. And it was like, I, there's no way I'm going to play this game, but I can watch, you know, watch someone thing. And, you know, just marvelling at, you know, how they go through it. But obviously, so I, I can't fully appreciate it because having not played the game, I can't say, oh, that sequence is really hard and all that boss is really difficult. Mm. And then they do this technique and they beat it like within seconds. And it's like, um, but still. Yeah, I think I can appreciate. I think one of the most broken things I've ever seen was, I believe it's called the. Uh, I think it's Ocarina of Time, uh, the Deku Stick skip <laughs> and defeat of Ganondorf, and I think it was like ten minutes long. <laughs> That's how long it took to beat the game. Yeah, well, there's, there's so many categories. I mean, sort of correct me if I'm wrong. Out of bounds. It might not be 10 minutes, but it was amazingly short. Literally cut out 90%, well, more than 90% of the game. And I, like, 
I understand that that would exist because somebody's found it and they've capitalised on that. I, I remember it was um, Wind Waker All Dungeons Run because I wanted to see what the dungeons were like. Um, <laughs> That's a crappy way of... Well, the thing is, I, I had Wind Waker, but I only got up to uh, a certain point and I gave, I gave you know, I sort of gave it up. Um, I got Twilight Princess, I got really far in it, but Wind Waker, the Wind Waker, it was just... It's just a bit too slow paced. The, the problem is, it's like, oh, okay, you're a little boy, and you know, he, he sort of gets into the role of the hero. But it, it's like, it takes so long to introduce more of the heroic elements that it was just like, I've been I, playing I, this for like three hours. I need to revisit that. Game. I, I, so I haven't, you know, got the sword. Yet. I need to revisit them all because I haven't finished a Zelda since Link to the Past. Link to the Past. Oh, yes, Link to the Past. Uh, did I complete it or did I again get stymied by the uh, towards the end? I remember getting almost to the end because I remember going up to the the you know the alternate world the thing and you got the the boulders coming down. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got pretty far, but you know the the snes era is a long time ago. So um, yeah, uh, but the thing is, it's like well, go back to them, but there are so many new games. That are just coming down it's the pipeline. In, it's not uh, speaking from experience. You have to dedicate a lot of time to going back. Yeah. If you're ever going to go back. Well, that's it. I, you know, unless unless you have the the fortune of doing this as a job, yeah. playing games, then it literally is. Uh, your yeah, it's a full, uh, you're trying to remember. One scene when you're on a moving train that's going a hundred miles an hour through the Japanese countryside. Yes, literally, and you're like, "Oh, that tree! <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That tree, yeah, exists in the past only. Yeah, you can never go back to that tree because <laughs> there are so many more trees to experience. Precisely. Um, yeah, and it's like." It, it's a shame because the thing is, you miss so much good stuff. The, yeah, there, there's there's more content out there than one human can ever experience. Even if you just say pick and choose the stuff you like, you, there's still more stuff you, you like than you can possibly, you know. Also, there's enjoy. games you just want to spend more time with than others. Yeah, um, I've, I've had a few of those, but you know, sometimes you could just gotta like. Okay, I've got to cut off because these other games are not getting played. Yeah, I'm, I'm heading towards my 10,000 hours on one game to become <sighs> wow. an expert in inverted commas. <laughs> <laughs> or Wait, just a loser. <laughs> you, should, you, should, you should like get yourself a YouTube channel or something. You, you could like do videos on it. Yeah. <laughs> That's already a thing. <laughs> oh, right, right. Uh, yeah, well, links in the uh, links in the description below, or not. Um, yeah, so GDQ. I mean, the the the, the benefit of all the speedrunners is that sometimes you can experience a game that you want, yeah, yeah, you can just um, you know if you pick the right category, you can have them where they do the hundred percent run, they get all the secrets, they got the bits, so they do it as you would play it, but they compress the time down. You get to enjoy the game and see the cutscenes if they're unskippable, of course, and you know get a hundred percent and no effort for you. You just sit down, get that, break out the popcorn, and enjoy it. See, that's the side I I really like. Yeah, right. The side I don't really like is uh, 
the out of bounds skips. I know that's the whole thing. Yeah, it's yeah, the no, whole yeah. category in itself, but it's not why I watch it. it. But the thing is, if you go to like the the you know the, the speedrunners.net, I think it is the the the, the GDQ, you know where they, they do all the the record videos are, are hosted. Well, they're hosted, they're hosted on YouTube, but all the links are there. Um, you can just pick the category you want. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, and you can you can watch the ones you know that you that you appre- you know uh, appeal to you more. Yeah, I mean that's the beauty of the marathon as but, well. But again, you just be like, yeah, I don't want to watch this block. But again, with the, with the things like the out bounds, it's like someone spent hours just bashing their character against random walls. In the hopes that they would clip through, and then discovered a way to do it consistently, and it's like the dedication is just you know it yeah. blows the mind. The ones in the Souls games are truly like what? How did how did somebody perfect where and then what direction and for how long? Oh yeah, yeah, the things where you go out of bounds and then there's no no scenery. Yeah, and they're like I'm just navigating blind along this invisible path because the the path isn't spawned, and if I do it the wrong. I'm going to fall off, you know, and you're just going to, you know, soft lock yeah. the game. And it's like, and I'm getting through. And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> How was this found and why and what? I've seen, I've seen a couple of speedruns. They, they've done uh, sort of tricks where like sort of mid thing, they put on a blindfold and they sort of navigated a section like blindfolded. And, it, you know, just going on audio cues and muscle memory on like sure. joypad things. And it's like, the amount of training that requires, you know, just okay. I'm just going to showboat now, and sh- no looking. You know, it, it's fantastic, fantastic. Um, so, uh, GDQ, um, check it out. Uh, you can still donate. You can the, still donate. The marathon's over, but you can still donate. You can always donate because it's you know, an ongoing charity. Charity, <laughs> charities, they charity exist, never ends, man. They, they, exist, uh, they exist continuously. Uh, right, uh, what was next? Was there a next? That's as far as I know. Okay. Uh, I think we'll have to wrap it up there because we've run out of subject. <laughs> uh, unless there was any news you wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah. Uh, Fist of the North Star coming out on, on mobile. Uh, pre-register on Google Play. Uh, there's There's a website out there. If you can find it. Um, it's a sort of strategy thing, but you get to punch people at high speed. So if people strategy, well, not strategy, but it's it's like it's a moment. You, you have it. Like... Ken Shiro walks into it, it, no. It's even it's even more. You, you have like teams of five, and they sort of face off against each other, and then you take turns doing moves, pummeling. People. Yeah, you, you take you take turns pummeling each other, just like in the anime. Um, but yeah, it's got all the moves there and obviously all the voices. And so, what, 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 what? Um, so hopefully that's going to be good. I'll probably play it for about... <laughs> that's going to be probably, good. I'll probably play it for about a week and then go... Wishful thinking. It, yeah. There was, there was, uh, like, it was a couple of years ago, a version, I think it came out on the PS4. Uh, and I think it got oh, yes, a Western yes, yes, yes. release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and it was three D. And there it was, was a beat em up. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And that looked genuinely interesting. Like the old ones from like ten, fifteen years yeah, ago yeah. looked like garbage. But this one looked genuinely interesting. And there was a level of humor in there. So like the character would shout something, and it would come up above their head in like Japanese text, really Speech bold. Yeah, 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 like like comic book typeface. 
And there was a sequence where I saw literally Ken Shiro jumped up, grabbed the speech out of the air, <laughs> making it a real thing, and like dunked it on the guy, <laughs> <laughs> which was madness. If you, if you do it like, if you like really sh- sh- angry and shouty, the speech bubble becomes spiky, and then you can like. Like stab people <laughs> with the spikes. It was insanity. I, I forget which iteration. I, I do remember. I do remember seeing that one school to, when it was uh, they were approving it. Yeah, years yeah, ago. It was, I it was like two or three years ago at uh, most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll try and find some video. Yeah. Well, if you're watching the video, then enjoy that. If you're not watching the video, you'll have to find it yourself. Tough. <laughs> Just picture it with a vivid clarity, and you're using the power of your imagination. If you don't know what Fist of North Star is. Then check it out. Yeah, it's a uh, it's eighties uh, anime from manga. It's a ridiculous. Imagine Mad Max, but where Mad Ma- where Max is a martial artist that is so OP that he can punch if he punches a person fast enough, the the he disrupts the energy flow in them and they just literally explode, showering blood and guts everywhere. Um, Not and for kids. He he walks through. The, the, the sort of broken down landscape of a post-apocalyptic world just fighting people saying nothing he doesn't wait the most monosyllabic yeah he doesn't say much but ever um, I do love his catchphrase uh, uh, you are already dead um, which is you know just a classic line he, he sort of punches them walks away says it and then they're like what and then guts everywhere um, it's actually got the, they've actually made a prequel uh, called Fist of the Blue Sky um, oh. a, a Soten no Ken um, where his like his grandfather or descendant who looks exactly like him because the artist one trick pony the artist doesn't have much of I can only draw Goku <laughs> the, the, the reason was called I, I remember he, he mentioned that there aren't many women in the manga or the anime because he didn't like drawing them, you know, so it was like, actually, no, I'm confusing another one. Um, but yeah, uh, it is his ancestor who looks almost exactly like him. It's a prequel, yeah, yeah, it's a prequel yeah. essentially. But all the, a lot of the characters who look exactly like their children, you know, it, it, you know, essentially, it's just, well, I mean, it does happen in real life, yeah, it's just the Fist of North Star, but instead set in like the 1920s or 30s. So, like, you know, Hong Kong, sort of, you know, sort sure. of Shanghai sort of area sure. um, sort of thing where... So, it's it's the same thing, but it's just that all, all, all the action you love, but set in the past, and then it eventually leads into the, the apocalypse and the same thing, but with people with, like, mohawks and... Uh, yeah, there's so many heavily influenced characters from Mad Max films in that. Yeah, no, it's, it, it, like I said, it, it is Mad Max with Marshall. And it was, it came out in the 80s, just like Mad Max. Yeah. Crazy. It, it was, the, t- the time was right for that sort of thing. And apparently it's right again because everything's post-apocalyptic now. Is it? Well, it's because... A lot is post-apocalyptic. Well, if you think... If, of... if you even think about Doom Eternal, that's post-apocalyptic. It, uh... Very literally, an very apocalypse. literally, a very literal apocalypse has happened. Like but, rage to anything out of Bethesda fallout. <laughs> <laughs> but is it post-apocalyptic? The outer, the outer yes. world, <laughs> the outer worlds is not fallout. No, it's just in space. <laughs> it's not fallout. It's the outer world. It's the outer world. Um, 
Yes, uh, I think, and that wraps it up really because uh, yeah, it's an apocalypse. Okay, um, more to come next week, next time, next time. Uh, hopefully, we'll have some uh, good stuff for you. We're uh, expecting a, a couple of games down the pipeline. Fingers crossed, we get uh, some reviewable uh, code for that. Um, if not, we will just talk about nonsense like we always do. Any final words? You're welcome. And there you have it. That is your podcast. Your podcast. Your podcast.